Welcome to the next hearing, a podcast by Locktopus. Hi everyone, my name is Sohib Salman. I'm creative head at Locktopus. This is the second episode of our new series where we'll be talking to Ritik Lukos, who is the CEO and co-founder of Fahura and Counselec, about the evolution of legal industry. Today we also have Akansha Mishra, who is the head at Locktopus Law School. Hi Ritik. Hi Akansha. Hey Sohib. Hi Akansha. Hi Sudeep. Hi Ritik. Hi and thank you so much for uh, inviting me. I'm a big fan of Locktopus and everything that you've done, you know, over the years and very excited about Locktopus Law School as well. So thank you. I'm excited to be on this podcast. Our pleasure. Our pleasure Ritik. So Akansha and I will be asking some interesting questions to Ritik. Uh, Akansha, why don't you take the lead? Thank you Suheb. Thank you for such an exciting start. So um as Suheb already mentioned it's a very special podcast we have um Mr Ritwik Lokos with us he's the ceo and co-founder of Wahura and Counselect Wahura is a, a leading legal search and consulting firm and Counselect is a company which pioneers in legal secondments in India Ritwik was also the co-founder of Rainmaker um a pioneer in the space of training and educational services in the legal domain and interestingly Ritwik Ritwik's experiences are not just limited to this entrepreneurial journey he's a mediator as well qualified with the center of Ad- advanced mediation practice and uh, before starting this journey Ritwik has worked as an associate at Amarchand Mangaldas and Co and get, gained 2 years of experience in the corporate legal space as well so thank you so much Ritwik for being here with us we're really excited to have you and uh, know about your journey as well Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Akansha, for that brilliant introduction of Ritwik. Ritwik, I have a basic question to start with. Like, uh, you have done so much with your life and legal profession. What motivated you to choose law? And also, if you had to describe uh, Ritwik Lukos in law school, how would you do it? So for me, uh, uh, the journey to to kind of law and law school was uh, was a rocky one. Um, So I you know initially uh, tried different things right I tried uh, CA foundation classes it it just didn't appeal to me at all uh, I applied to uh, St Stephen's for an economics honors uh, program uh, it didn't get through and I was you know uh, it was it was quite a hard blow for me at that time and my dad said you know why don't you write the law school exam and you know did it half heartedly and you know uh, didn't didn't get it um a year later uh, you know i did i did bcom i did one year of bcom at uh, christ college in bangalore uh, and that year really helped me uh, in that year i was also active you know in debating jam just the literally literary circuit and made uh, a few friends from law school there and got to spend some time with them and i i wanted <laughs> i wanted that experience and i had an additional motivation because by girlfriend at that time and a very close friend she was also writing the exam uh and uh, it made me you know a lot more disciplined i had a study buddy in that sense so the second time around uh you know i got through and i think because of that journey i you know i i was the full into cutlet uh, i i threw myself into into everything um i i love the classes like you know we'd have multiple professors in a class you know arguing and debating with each other 
I found it just mind expanding. The hostel was great. You know, some of my closest friends today are from from that time. Just what you're exposed to, right? What you read, what you watch, the debates that you have in the corridor. Right, right. You know, just loved it. I I spent a lot of time playing sports. So played cricket for the university, basketball. Uh, we we get up to practice every you know every morning at six. You know, go for tournaments. South zone tournaments where you're playing Ranji Trophy like level players and <laughs> getting <Wow. laughs> you know getting a reality check. Uh, I was very active with the Literary Debating Society. Uh, you know, went on to become convener. We started the NL, uh, the NLS debates, the parliamentary debates, uh, when I was convener as well, uh, raising money for sponsorships for Ligala, for Strawberry Fields. So I I was you know I I was super active. So I'd say I was very active, very enthusiastic, uh, and just loved it. Uh, those five years are among the most special years. Wow, Ritwik, is there anything that you have not done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't moot. Uh, I tried mooting uh, in the beginning, and uh, I figured like this is it's it's great, but it's not for me. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, those those five years are yeah, special. Lovely, lovely. So, so Ritwik, before starting um, Rainmaker and Mahura and. Um, actually I, how to name the so many great ventures that you experimented with as well and you were already involved and enjoying a very successful corporate job at a merchant which is usually a dream job for most of the lawyers and law students so i wanted to know what made you move away from such stability and then enter the world of entrepreneurship and experiment with that as well so uh, if you could just tell us Uh, it was a bit of a, the reverse actually uh, so by the time i got to fifth year i was fail i knew that i i was interested in management and entrepreneurship and the time in law school kind of reminded me of some of the earlier entrepreneurial uh, aspects that i was active as as a kid you know so as a as a as a kid i was you know i went through a phase where not having enough pocket money like Uh, you know, I would I would sell things or you know put up a show like small things like nothing big, but you know mm-hmm. that was always there. Uh, so in my fifth year, also I did um, I did an HR internship with ITC uh, because I wanted to try out a management role. Uh, I sat for the CAT exam. I did horribly. Thankfully, the results didn't come out because uh, that paper leaked. That that CAT exam, two thousand three paper leaked. uh and they were doing a re-exam in january when i got this amarchand internship you know this big 3 month internship right that's your ppo internship mm-hmm. and those 3 months were great we worked really hard uh, on my birthday i remember i was at a client's office you know till 2 o'clock in the morning uh so we got we got to do real work and after that i you know i said to myself one i wasn't sure whether you know i wanted to join a firm but I think the position I took was, let me ha- not have regrets later. Let's try this for a while. Let's try this for a few years, because only when you try something, you 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 know you know whether that's something you want to do. Uh, and that time, you know, so I got a PPO after the internship, and uh, yeah, it was a nice fat uh, PPO check as well. So I took a holiday to to Singapore and Malaysia <laughs> with that. <laughs> uh and those those few years 2004 to 2007 were at boom time in india it's like now okay it was everyone was going to market foreign investment was flowing in 
uh yeah it was it was really boom time so we got a lot of responsibility early on and got to work across uh, different practice areas and different partners which would not happen today because the firm is much smaller than also so got to work on mne on some structured finance some capital market work with different partners but that time you know at the end of that time as 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 much as the learning was great and i you know really you know love the people and the environment and all of that uh i realized that i did not want that version of success for me the the path of success to be a partner in a firm that version of success and the trade offs that it entailed was not something that appealed to me uh so that clarity i had by the end of two years and um i you know i i, I said okay maybe i should write a gmat and maybe do an mba uh the shops of you know very kind gave me a cup you know few months off to prepare i got a good score like i got a good score and as i was uh thinking of applying to these schools like i realized even then like you know uh, so i'm talking like 2000 you know 6 7 an mba a two year mba in the us was would set you back like 70 80 lakhs you know to a crore if you took everything into consideration and i realized that for me at least i did not want to go back into a cycle of student debt and then having to take a job i didn't really want and you know make those compromises luckily at that time reconnected with uh, sachin malhan uh, who was just exiting from career launcher and the rimic idea was you know in its early days and Omidos perfect. Um so yeah. Uh that's amazing Rithvik and thank you for sharing the idea that what to do with your first big paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> so so clearly Rithvik uh like you have worked closely with law firms in-house legal departments and other legal uh, service organizations. Uh can you uh, tell us in detail like how you have seen this uh, space evolve in the last 10 to 15 years? Yeah, and I, I give some context on the roles that we play to, you know, okay. uh, and and that will give kind of some background on kind of where I'm coming from. Right, right. So you know, at at Vahora, we have such an such a wonderful opportunity to work very intimately with with law firms because we're not only helping them recruit, we're helping them recruit, but we're very tied into their strategy as well, right? So mm-hmm. advising on their strategy, growth areas, uh, we help with. kind of acquisition of practices merger of firms we're helping them build out management teams and much more so i'd say also now with in-house teams with in-house legal departments right so we're not only recruiting the general counsel and building the teams but also we're doing you know legal tech consulting projects uh, we're helping them with market data to to understand how mm-hmm. they can evolve their function right so we work right. we get a very insiders view on things and also because as recruiters we're talking to people all the time right we're talking to lawyers all the time uh, so the line we have is when lawyers talk we love to listen <laughs> uh, so we get a inside like we get like asli reality about how things are also sure. you know anecdote to anecdote right individual to individual uh, and we do a lot of research we do a lot of market research we put out papers we do we collaborate on stuff like that so i'm just coming from from that uh, that perspective uh, which we're lucky to have so if you look at law firms let me start with law firms really the corporate law firms were 
really born after liberalization right because that's when foreign investment started flowing in the nature of the client started to change and i'd say the boom years were really from the late 1990s uh, and the decade of the 2000s were, were the big boom years and thereafter full of firms so when i started at uh, the combined amar chand then 2004 i think the combined amar chand had what maybe 100 lawyers or less today if you take sam and cam together they're over 1500 lawyers today right 15 more than 15x like growth in and and that's just on size so today a 100 lawyer firm is is not a large firm it's i'd say it's a more a mid size firm today right so that's on size second we've definitely seen the professionalization of law firms so law firms have become more sophisticated you know brought in management teams the way they build their brand implement tech systems you know right uh, definitely you know law firms have become much more mature and sophisticated and professional it's an area that we also are, are measuring in a different way uh, uh, so we we run a survey called the best law firms to work survey uh right now as we speak like this week uh in march uh, you know we're, we're in the midst of that survey happening uh, where we try and measure certain elements from a talent perspective uh, okay. on this front so that's that's with law firms um with in house the real change happened from 2010 onwards hmm. because post the global uh you know financial crisis a few things happened globally also uh, sabins oxley was brought in in the us and the role of the general counsel became much stronger because the regulators demanded in the us especially the us sec uh, demanded that the gc should be able to go to the board even if the ceo is not being cooperative on certain key legal and ethical issues right this you have to remember this happened after enron etc so that started to have a cascading effect uh, you know across with with mncs and then later with indian companies as well where the position of the general counsel became uh, more important within the corporate hierarchy uh, reporting was more to the ceo now to the board and not to the cfo like it used to be right earlier you'd have a lot of you know company secretaries who were like head legal and reporting to cfo that started to change and when that changes you had more sophisticated let's say general counsel uh, coming in with more power as well uh, and that and there was also a more cost pressure uh, because after the global financial crisis you know everyone's trying to cut costs so in house legal team started to grow and we've been very intimately associated associated with that growth uh, in the last bahura was set up in 2011 so right at that time you know we saw a lot of that growth Uh, to give you context, when we started, like the talent practice at Rainmaker, we were doing ninety ninety five percent law firms. Today, we're doing probably sixty percent in house, forty percent law firms. You know, it's grown that much uh, talent wise. So reporting changed. Uh, in house legal moved from a support function to a strategic function. You know, remuneration levels went up, uh, and we we track talent moves. Uh, ev- you know, every year. Today, one in five of all lateral in-house moves is a law firm professional moving in-house, and usually at that senior associate to part, part, junior partner level. You know, that's where uh, that's where they're moving. So, 
in house legal is becoming uh, you know is growing becoming increasingly sophisticated and i would say today in the corporate legal space is the preferred career option today so that's on in house on litigation uh, i'd say it's become more specialized so we're seeing kind of the specialized bar you know uh, regulatory litigation arbitration we're seeing some professional chambers also being set up specialist litigation firms being set up but i i'd say the changes are not as as marked as let's say in law firm in house and the fourth category uh, which we're all part of is i'd say the broader legal entrepreneurship space which as you know has uh, you know has really flowered again since 2010 right so whether it's legal media legal education uh so, you know kind of management service providers uh for the ecosystem like bahura consulect uh legal tech has has really really grown we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit also and uh yeah alternative legal services providers so you know the providing legal services to smaller companies to individuals that that's really grown in the last uh, 10 years if someone wants to understand this uh, space well from a 20000 feet point of view i would encourage you to go to the agami site agami.in and look at uh, agami scape there's a 2018 edition and there's a 2020 edition that will give you a good bird's eye view of how this segment of the legal ecosystem has really developed great rithvik great i mean this gives a lot of perspective to our listeners and also i think some inspiration to our young uh, minds who are very motivated with legal entrepreneurship and legal uh, even the legal tech industry that you mentioned so thanks for sharing this insight so rithvik what we heard right now was about the last 10 to 15 years and how our legal space has evolved but um, if we look at the legal um, domain today how do you see the legal ecosystem evolve over the next decade so just to be more precise um if i had to ask you a simpler question what kind of opportunities or um, you know alternatives to the traditional legal um, career options that we have are available to the law students today according to you yeah that's a very important question so i'm going to break it down into uh, two areas so maybe i'll start with just these segments we discussed right last 10 years so if we start with law firms mm-hmm. uh in the traditional areas uh, of practicing in a firm there's always going to be demand okay there's uh law firms are growing we're in a time right now where everyone is struggling to hire okay uh, so there's a lot of demand for good talent and what will never go out of demand is the fundamentals which is your fundamentals of law concepts research analysis drafting that that will always be important but over and above that i think in the next decade a few things will be more valued for example uh an understanding of technology uh, how technology works how technology is impacting our world um because everything today is is impacted by technology right so educating oneself about about that uh we vahura has done a good report set of reports on this with the bml munjal university uh the details are available on our site and happy to we can you know maybe share some details on links uh with this podcast as well definitely 
tech impact so so the tech impact definitely is one second there's a you know clients really want not just a lawyer but someone who's a trusted advisor someone who understands their business so um just improving one's business knowledge and acumen right so understanding you know being able to read accounts understanding financial terms uh, being curious about how 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 elements of the business work uh, that becomes important and third we are now post brexit we are seeing again a demand for indian lawyers internationally uh, so i would say that if you have an opportunity to be duly qualified right to either do the sra qualification the sirs regulatory authority uh, qualification in the uk or uh, new york bar california bar in the us being dual qualified will have a premium in the next 10 years we're already seeing it happen now uh, so that's 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 an area in terms of non traditional areas with law firms um definitely the growth of management roles within firms has is only increasing and will only increase further so that's on strategy that's on business development knowledge management uh so and someone with a legal background is is always preferred but you have to build your knowledge areas in these in these fields hr as well uh, right so it can be done um through education it can be done through experience but if you have the curiosity there's a lot of opportunity in in the law firm space in these areas with uh, disputes i think the exciting aspects are um online dispute resolution uh, so much happening and so much has happened here we're seeing the the business model has certainly been validated and we're seeing investor interest also now with odr platforms mm. uh where are the cusp of a mediation uh, law coming into into place uh, and there's a there's a big need for um for for quality mediators uh and at camp uh, if you go to campmediation.in uh is one of the one of the platform providers but we are certainly looking for for many more mediators to join the profession and provide an alternative you know for 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 people who may not want to go through the court system uh so that that's certainly exciting on the in-house uh, space again uh, the in-house legal teams are only going to grow and they're doing more and more so for example a lot of demand for policy professionals uh, in this space so, you know regulatory and government affairs and policy uh, compliance areas as well um we're seeing a lot of growth companies funded growth companies building their legal teams much earlier on and you have to remember that so for example india has march 2022 has 41 unicorns already and each of these companies are like they're born international on day one they're holding companies in singapore you know they're operating companies in india uh they're servicing international markets so a lot of exciting opportunities um with in the in-house legal space and again here there there is a premium for someone with a business background or someone who understands technology because really in-house legal teams are at the cutting edge of using technology using data using process to just get legal work done better and smarter so very exciting there and uh, if we zoom out uh, 
see we're, we're talking at a time when uh, you know the pandemic is is receding uh, we've all worked remotely for two years the the future of work itself is is changing already right uh, law firms itself have put out um, policies on hybrid working um, i'm sure uh, so if you and akanksha are not in the same city right you're in different you're working from different parts of the country absolutely yes uh, and it works really well right so the so one it's in terms of how work is done where it's done from but also the mindset of people has changed so people right. are comfortable having having multiple careers in their lifetime or even multiple careers at the same time uh, so our, our company counselect which is a which is a new law company though that's the way we look at it uh, we have over 750 lawyers on our panel Wow. Uh, this year alone, we have seconded oh, you know, about a hundred professionals to various in-house legal teams, and these are, you know, high, you know, really high-quality professionals who, who, if they want a job, they get a job anytime they want, but they've chosen a different way. They've said, listen, for this this year in my life, these two years, this is how I want it to be, and then maybe I'll take a break for a few months, or maybe I'll do something else, uh, or this is a way for me to test out whether I want. i want to take take this path right so i think even the way that someone thinks about their career is changing which is super interesting and uh, yeah there's uh, so much on the legal tech side especially is an area that uh, we are very excited about uh, we're seeing i mean the it's inevitable that uh, law firms and in house legal departments will be adapting legal technology more and more so that creates its demand for legal tech professionals in these areas for legal operations professionals uh, and within legal tech companies as well where india has such an opportunity to 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 create just stand out um, ventures and platforms in the legal tech space and we we have seen it already again if you look at uh, the agami prize just as one one uh, you know we have see who's doing what look at the shortlist uh, who's getting funded uh, the growth models and these are international models from day one so super super exciting right right it's like uh, amazing i mean uh, the glimpses of future that you just shared with us clearly uh, you know gave me the hope uh, like the like you mentioned about the fundamentals of research and drafting not going anywhere uh, understanding of tech is very important Uh, one should be curious about how the elements of business works uh, so curiosity should be there uh, but rithvik i still feel that there is disbelief uh, in the young minds of today uh, any last words to them i i i i can understand that it's it's hmm. if i was graduating today it it can appear quite scary right so there are so many smart young lawyers coming out at the same time True. Uh, where are the traditional jobs? Are there enough traditional like uh, jobs for everyone? It's become a lot more competitive, right? So it's not it's not easy. In this reality, this kind of creating a, a differentiation becomes important for 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 mm. for each each person, right? To sh- like exactly like you said, so we have to show that differentiation in terms of curiosity, in terms of. Uh, Yes, I'm a good lawyer, but I'm 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 interested in being much more as well. I'm willing to work really hard. This is the kind of success that I want. That's that's one aspect. 
the second aspect is there are so many other opportunities hmm. uh, right. and for for those of us who are for those of us who are interested in these areas uh seek out the bright spots right the bright spots octopus is a is a is an excellent example of a bright spot you put out so much fantastic information uh thank you you know the agami i think agami is doing a wonderful job we are we are very proud of being a founding partner of agami and you know being involved in many of the initiatives that agami does absolutely uh, with vahura and consulate we are putting out information on a regular thing so the, there are bright spots seek out the bright, bright spots connect to those bright spots um have conversations uh we have a legal tech tracker that's launched a legal tech tracker.ltt.in uh I, i will give you the link as well so that way you can look look at who's doing what uh so if you have an interest there's a lot of opportunity and um yeah i think keep the hope keep keep the hope and uh yeah you you you'll find you'll find your way brilliant uh, brilliant ritwik this has been so enlightening and especially uh, the way you just simplified the entire process and um, even the last words were so simple and uh, you know motivating for our listeners as well so i am feeling much more delighted to have you here and share such an experience with us so once again thanks a lot for doing this and it has been a great um, it has been a great learning experience for me and suheb as well uh, right exactly <laughs> exactly exactly ritwik thank you so much uh, for such a wonderful talk with us and uh, amazing experience that you shared with our listeners uh, i would like to end with your quote only like you said seek out the bright spots and ritwik you are one of them so thank <laughs> you so much also also the also the quote that not really the quote but uh, ritwik mentioned that uh, if you don't try you will never know so let's never just know. let's just start <laughs> the process <laughs> Thank yes. you so much. Really, really enjoyed this conversation, and yeah, power to you and everything that you're doing. Thank you, thank you, Ritwik. Thanks. Thank you, thank you, Suhey, for being such a lovely host. <laughs> thank you.